0: Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod50 for 50% off. This is Steve Robbins. Welcome to the Get It Done Guys quick and dirty tips to work less and do more. Back in the Stone Age, people used to communicate with each other by making the air vibrate, by, by bouncing light waves off of their faces and scrunching up their facial and body muscles. It was called having a conversation in person, and it was terribly inefficient. Now, we've taken out all of that nuance, the visual cues, the voice tone, and the effort. We use text. And since text misses all those cues, it's easily misunderstood. Plus, the conventions, such as they are, change. If you're over 25, you use text differently than a teenager. And if you're over 40, ha, ha, get a grip. You probably think that good writing is sexy. And to be fair, a few years ago, yes, in this wacky online world, punctuation, grammar, and spelling were basically secondary sexual characteristics. There's a reason that Grammar Girl is so popular. But now that semicolon makes you look old. People expect you to be wearing flower print sundresses and smell like none and all. So here are some hints about how to text well in the modern age. Use different rules for different contexts. Writing is no longer just one thing, writing. These days, writing changes according to the context. You don't write a blog post the way you'd write an article, you don't write a LinkedIn status update the way you'd write a blog post, and you don't write a text message the way you'd write a status update. In each place, how you write determines where you are in the social hierarchy. Use the right style for the right audience, or risk being labeled a blarg hunkerer, which is slang from a generation other than yours and probably means something unspeakably insulting. In an article, use logic, good grammar, proper punctuation, complete sentences, and capitalization. In a status update, also use all of those, but skip the logic. On LinkedIn, just grab an inspiring quote from a high school sports locker room and change the word teammate to customer delight associate, and you're good to go. In text messages, skip everything, spell wrong, use short sentences, grammar, huh, not, capitalization, no, optional. In text messages, punctuation is extremely important, but not the way it is elsewhere. Ending a text with a period means you're upset or it means that you're cutting off the conversation. You actually omit punctuation to signal that the conversation is continuing. Capitalization in text messages looks prudish. And avoid dependent clauses or sophisticated grammar. Even if you're texting grammar, girl, abbreviate words. If you're a trained writer, like I am, it will be painful. It might be physically painful. But text messages are simply different that way. Use lowercase. If you're writing a book report, you might put the title of a section in all uppercase because it looks good, but in conversational text, that is a huge no-no. At worst, all caps is interpreted as shouting, and it gives the impression of hysterical overreaction foaming at the mouth and generally behaving like a modern world leader. At best, it looks like you haven't figured out how to turn off your caps lock key, and neither of those interpretations makes a good impression. When you're writing complete sentences, use proper capitalization. In text messages, if you don't want to deal with shifting between upper and lower case, however, opt for all lowercase. Use emoticons to express quick emotion. Since text only communication doesn't have any of the nonverbal cues that express emotion, learn a few emoticons that you can use to convey emotional intent when you need to. Colon dash right parentheses is a smiley face when you turn it on its side, semicolon dash right parentheses is a wink. And of course, if you use a left parenthesis instead of a right parenthesis, it's a frown. Less than sign 3 is a heart. Now, you don't need a ton of these, but before sending a text, reread it and consider whether you need to add some sort of emotional cue. So in person, you might say, The Oreo ice cream cake you baked substituting oatmeal for Oreos was everything I expected. Your voice tone would make it clear whether that's a compliment or an insult. If you're sending it in text, however, include a couple of positive emotion emoticons so your recipient knows for sure that you meant it in the positive sense. And of course, we all know that substituting anything for the Oreos in Oreo ice cream cake could not positively be a positive experience, but this is a fortunately hypothetical example. Use emoji to express more subtle emotion. In addition to emoticons, you can use face emoji. Those are little cartoon faces and icons. Now you'll have to do some hunting around to find out how to type them as they're different on smartphones and desktops across different vendors. But just Google, how do I type emoji on and then the name of your smartphone or your desktop and you'll find out. Emojis give a wider range of expression than emoticons. There are emojis for hugs, for sadness, for skeptical glances, for surprise, for joy, for laughing, and literally hundreds of others. Emojis let you get more nuanced in your text communication than mere emoticons or words. And most recently, use reactions. Reactions started on social media as just simple likes, but they've started to transition to texting as well, and they have a much wider range of things to choose from than just liking. On the iPhone, for example, you can tap a text message that someone sent, and you can send a reaction. It can be an exclamation point, or a thumbs up, or a thumbs down, or a laugh, or so on. Now, this lets you convey an emotional reaction to something without a full-fledged verbal response. It's like a quick smile or frown during an in-person conversation. I was initially skeptical. I admitted of how useful these are. But I'm growing to realize that they do add more nuance to a medium that has far too little in the first place. You can use reactions also for more than just their literal meaning. My mysterious friend K sometimes uses reactions as a kind of conversational punctuation. When they want to make it clear that they've read a message, but they don't have anything to say in response, they just give a little thumbs-up reaction. Then their conversational partner knows that they've been heard, but they aren't expecting Kay to send any more of a response. We're now living in a world where a lot of communication is done via text message and short blurbs of text. Make sure that you understand the context in which you're writing and use the appropriate forms of text. And the shorter the message, the more informal, the less punctuation, the less capitalization and the more the need to add emoticons and emojis so that you get the emotional nuance through other channels. I'm Steve A. Robbins, Exclamation point! Follow Get It Done Guy on Twitter and Facebook, Smiley Face. Do you want some great keynote speeches on productivity, living an extraordinary life, or entrepreneurship? Sure you do! Exclamation point with a giant cow climbing on top of it. Hire me! Find me at steverrobbins.com or join my personal mailing list by texting GETITDONE to 33444. Plus, you'll get a free copy of my secret book chapter on how to build relationships that help you succeed. Work less, do more, and have a great life.